bringing you the latest thinking and developments from the international B2B marketing space, this is BBN Mixtape. And mixing it up for us today is Anol Bhattacharya. Hello friends, welcome to another episode of BBN Mixtape. We are going to discuss today research and insight for account-based marketing. For B2B marketing, ABM is getting popularity every day for new leads and retaining existing clients. And in a post-pandemic world, when marketing budgets are getting slashed and many of the usual channels of B2B marketing like trade shows and exhibitions are out of the question, it's only natural. When the numbers of arrows in the quiver are limited, we need to focus. But in many cases, organizations are jumping into the bandwagon without proper research and insights and not getting the desired results from their ABN campaigns. Today, our guest is Prajwal Gatola, founder and CEO of Business Brains, a research company specializing in developing account insights through customized, in-depth desk research reports. Praj, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you so much, Anil. Uh, it's a privilege to be here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Let's jump straight into it. But before jumping straight into it, into how-to type of questions, let's address the elephant in the room. All the B2B marketers I have encountered agree that research is one of the vital components of a successful ABM initiative. But in reality, most of them avoid doing any research before jumping into one ABM campaign. So what's holding them back? <laughs> it's pretty interesting that you ask because I, I, I do believe that it's, it's very, very common. Uh, I, th I think in my experience so far, I think that a lot of times they do not know where to start from. You know, what I mean by that is saying, you know, uh, because primarily research or gathering the insight is not their forte. So where to start, what to do, that's probably not very, very clear, right? And none of the client really comes to you and say, hey, I want you to do first the research and then figures the state out and everything, right? That, that's kind of the underlying ingredient. Right. Uh, another thing that I think is that uh, I think uh, in general there is a, the marketers tend to have a have a bias towards getting into action, right? Which usually mm -hmm. means you know campaigns and creatives and everything, right? And that probably ensures <laughs> that the research piece gets left out. <laughs> Right. Uh, in general, you know, just just in life in general, you know, we kind of tend to miss out on sharpening the saw in many instances. And then, you know, in retrospect, we go on to realize, oh, we should have done that and this, that. So that's one thing that I've seen across a lot of teams that I've worked with. Right. And I think uh, another major piece that I in based upon my experience, if I can, uh, you know, see is uh, a lack of direct measurability. For example, there's so many moving parts, right, to a campaign from initial uh, scoping to everything, right? Uh, there's so many moving parts to how a B2B marketers' success is measured. I think it's pretty challenging to attribute that this percentage of the entire success 
was due to the research element that was done in the background versus let's say there's another campaign and that we didn't do research and it was slightly less successful but there you know there could be a lot of other villains that could be blamed i think all these things combined uh, i believe have uh, contributed to that right and 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 to add to that i think the agencies are also somewhere to be blamed in that because i think they also have that like you know gunslinger mentality of getting into the action uh, as b2b <laughs> marketer does <laughs> yeah and also you know what happens is let's say if as an agency you've been running an agency for a while now right mm. so what mm. happens is let's say you go ahead there's a client there's a brief you guys get started and uh, the client once they've already assigned they want to see certain action right and mm. understanding the research especially the kind of research that we do is very very bespoke has very nuanced approach to it so it takes a while right and the client kind of is not doesn't necessarily have patience all the time to ensure that uh, their campaigns are calibrated by a research and everything and this that research backed insight and everything so that definitely yeah uh plays a role yeah yeah absolutely and another another component sometime i i believe plays a part too that marketers neither marketers nor the agency strategists do not know what are the right questions to ask absolutely right uh and 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 that is the next thing like uh, what are the right questions for account based marketing research like in other words what are the information uh, a marketer needs before selecting a company or a, uh, a account to devise the account marketing strategy yes yeah, so, uh, wow interesting i think well there there could be probably two parts to it right mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. probably you know the first part would be kind of having a clarity uh in terms of being very clear on what are the boxes that need to be checked for an account to be selected or deselected because you know mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times we go ahead with an account research and that account gets deselected right as well so those boxes are not very very clear and once we combine that with uh, a lot of times where there are kind of different flavors to uh, account based approaches that people are taking someone call it tier 1 tier 2 tier 3 or someone call it one to few one to many some call it cluster approach and everything right but once you have that clarity at your internal end a lot of times that gets confusing because if there are 25 accounts that you are you really want to go after uh, you know full throttle and there are another set of 50 that you do not want to go full throttle you will have to have your boxes set right at your end and you'll have to have that clarity first i think a lot of times those boxes are not very very clear right and and mm -hmm. and that kind of becomes a prerequisite if that is not clear how will you ask the right questions right so right. i would say that uh needs to really be taken taken care of and at times we've been helping a, a couple of our clients right and then once we go uh you know at a at an account level or once you have that clarity then at your internal end it's about understanding uh you know is your service a painkiller or a supplement and understand those direct and indirect areas that your offering links with what needs to happen at an account level right 
then you go then i think then it becomes clear these are the questions like you know what are the core or major strategic priorities that each and every account is facing right because whatever you're selling that has to enable their business at the end of the day a lot of times you need to understand you need to peel the onion and go what are those priorities at a segment level or by geography because very large accounts uh, their north american division might be facing something different than their apex right so that could be the one uh, a lot of times do they have the ability to pay like last month i was presenting an account inside to one of the clients and then uh, they had suffered a significant operating loss in this fiscal that they just reported uh, about a month back and that clearly indicated that they probably did not have the necessary budget to go after that and then they deselected that account and they had something else right so a lot of times that gets overlooked and they realize after already pouring a lot of marketing dollars. So that they would definitely want to check. I think a good thorough check on what are the challenges that they're facing and not necessarily only if you're selling technology on the technology side, but also on the business side. What, what in general challenges are they facing and everything? Uh, who are the other similar or competing for firms or existing players present? Uh, and I would also recommend understanding who are the decision-making groups, basically who are the decision-makers and influencers and their relation with the priorities and challenges. Everyone does identify these are the decision-makers and this is the, these are the decision uh, you know, influencers. They, I think there's just going one step further and trying to figure out their relation with the priorities and challenges that the account has. And, uh, and what we do is, with all that, we also go ahead and help them with figuring things out in terms of what are the things that you should know depending upon what you sell. Because if you sell cloud services, you would want to understand different things versus if you want to sell a supply chain solution, right? Mm -hmm. But these mm -hmm. would be kind of, uh, yeah, just a, a good checklist that you would want to find answers that that's that's great i mean two stage of uh, research one is to that account selection basis and then after the selection also you need to do a deep dive into uh, learning about the executives who is making the decision what's their relationship with the the problem they are trying to solve uh, excellent Excellent. So uh, give me some examples without taking names, how some of your clients um, are using your report. Now, I'm, I'm cheating here because I am one of the people who are using your <laughs> reports for multiple clients. Yeah. But uh, I'm just asking you because you'll have a much more holistic perspective that what are the some innovative ways or some um, uh, some ways that normally marketers don't think that your reports are used in making decisions. I think let, let's try to categorize our clients in general into agencies and non-agencies, right? Mm -hmm. So what agencies in, in what I have now that I can connect the dots, right? What I have really uh, seen, we only work with B2B agencies, right? Most of the B2B agencies are very good at doing what they're doing in terms what they do in terms of building the campaign coming up with the content and, and strategizing around it and then having the you know graphics and, and and just basically building the assets and the collaterals and everything right uh most of the examples would be 
the agencies that we have worked with, they are able to have that underlying personalization touch or create a campaign that actually resonates, that actually speaks the language and speaks to the people you need to, uh, you know, uh, target. Uh, let's say, let, let's pull an example, right? Uh, we had, uh, I think we did help one of your customers with targeting uh, the financial services industry, right? Once we have done a thorough study on this is what's happening in the financial services industry, all the content and the collateral will reflect that, right? And it will resonate with that. Otherwise, in absence of that, it will primarily be based upon the judgment of the team. Oh, we think this should work and we think that's what's mm -hmm. happening, right? So being fact-based versus being intuitive, I think that's where on the agency side uh, that we've seen a lot of uh, usage, right? When it comes to directly the enterprise customers, they use it across tiers. So uh, we have seen with, uh, you have seen that example where we did a lot of industries and then based upon that, the enterprise customer went and prioritized certain industries to go after and also deprioritized uh, certain mm -hmm. industries to go after, right? And after that, they usually have uh, top 20, top 30 accounts that a lot of times enterprise have their own sales and marketing team going after. And uh, what they do not do is, uh, the sales and marketing people, they do not necessarily do the research themselves, right? So we do that on their behalf and that uh, the, the account profiles or account dossiers or ABM account insight is what we call that becomes a very strong link between the marketing team and the sales team and that particular document brings the marketing guys and sales guys in terms of on a common level of understanding the account and that's super critical once you're adopting an account-based marketing or once you're taking an account-based approach right mm -hmm. uh, but in general what what i have seen is you know uh they most of the accounts tend to use it at an industry level when they want to understand a particular industry and target industries by geography or by sectors or whatever. And then at an account level when they really want to learn about a particular target account. And then uh, you know, at a persona level when they just want to understand what are, what's happening in these personas across these industries. And then once there is a one-to-one -one or once they reach a level where they actually know one single person that they need to target, then they ask us to do a very deep dive executive insight. And then, so these are the four or five layers that we have been working with. That's, that's great. I mean, uh, uh, that is the next level, obviously. Many companies are just starting with uh, uh, broad level uh, research on a specific set of accounts. But uh, I think I think more more personalized it can get, more granular it can get. Uh, the 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 content we are producing, the creative we are producing as agency, will be also much more uh, relevant in terms of uh, reaching the target audience. Yeah, absolutely. So definitely, definitely agree with you. So it's a win-win-win situation uh, in terms of the prospect, the the marketer, as well as for the agency to do a proper research, to have the not to like you know uh, cut corners at the beginning, to and 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 go into the detailed research. 
to make the campaign more effective. Absolutely agree with you on that. Now, uh, let's come into a nitty-gritty detail. Like, apart from reaching out to business brains and Praj and asking you to do the research for them, like, what are the some critical methods you are using uh, to do the research, like how you structure your research process um, so that someone uh, do not have the budget to engage outside uh, means our agency or you uh, can have some idea that how to do the research, at least the framework. Yeah, I think for us, so what is uh, more critical for us to use first to understand the service or the product that we're trying to market or sell, right? From our end, what we do is then we try to kind of understand the ideal questions. If the marketers had an answer to, then they would not regret later, right? Mm -hmm. Then we map that with the array of resources and the processes that we have built at our end as an outcome of you know years of experience that we have been doing research, right? But the most critical ability would be uh, to map what's happening at each target account and bring that to the attention of the marketers or salespeople and everything. But in terms of method, uh, I would say uh, trying to uh, map what you're selling and trying to map that with what's happening and mm -hmm. trying to work out some uh, actionable, in the most rudimentary level, that would be super critical, right? Right. Uh, yeah, does that answer your question? Because if, if I am yeah, going it, it, to the it, it deep does. dives of the, you know, methods... No, of course spend. not, of course not. So so uh, so let's let's go through the steps. Yeah. And, and you actually uh, give, there is no secret formula. It is hard work. So first thing is to get the right questions for the checkbox to select or deselect an account based on macroeconomics geography based on the industry they are in and based on the financial situation of that particular company and what are the pain points are so these are these are the two select and deselect uh, the, that particular company. Account selection is a very important part of uh, account-based marketing. Yeah. And then going into later uh, after that into deep dive study of the the buying center, uh, the relationship of the yeah. problem with the buying center and about them personally knowing as much as we can. Yeah, and, and that's uh, that's a key part of the whole thing. And I think that is, um, that is uh, first thing a marketer need to do and agencies need to propose that yeah, but before jumping in the whole way into this. Yeah, if I could just zoom out, I think uh, what would be critical at a very macro level is to have a broader level understanding into what's happening in the industry or in general, a macro view and then going into each account and then having your own criteria on why should I go after one account or why should I select or deselect an account. Right, mm -hmm. and then going after, it and then probably having your own, your own team figure things out in terms of hey, I want you to figure out these things about each one of these, each one of these target accounts, and then see if they're a fit for us and everything, and then identifying what are the events that will be a trigger for them to buy our services or not. Right? Yeah, and and kind of what we've just spoken about, like you know, do you send, sell painkillers or do you sell supplements? And then you know, figuring those things out at each level, figuring out about the people and kind of peeling the onions. 
So it's 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 fairly methodical. It's it's common sense, but you know, you one one has to do it. <laughs> yep. Uh, so finally, uh, we found the tagline for uh, account-based marketing research: just do it. <laughs> but anyway, not not trivializing anything. Yeah. But if you get a marketer right in front of you right now, and within two minutes you have to convince that person before you jump into account-based marketing, yeah. you need to take do some research where you will ask that person to start. Uh... Yeah, I think uh, I will. I will encourage to uh, encourage most of the people to figure out two things, right? Uh, pretty interesting you ask because um, the way I usually uh, speak about these things would be your time value and your win value, right? As mm -hmm. a CEO, you don't want your salesperson to be sitting and doing research, right? You would rather have someone else do the research so that your salesperson can go and sell and sell more, mm -hmm. right? If you can free a lot of your salesperson time that he would otherwise spend doing research, cumulative entire calendar year, right? You, even if you just land two additional accounts, right? That's a better uh, position to be in. Even if, you know, averaged out, your salesperson spends one day researching one or two accounts every week, right? 52 days, of a salesperson, imagine what you can achieve, right? So that's what you would otherwise be spending. <laughs> so present that a was a nice, <laughs> nice plug-in, right. Fraj. I I commend you on that. But uh, um, I think this yeah. was a great conversation, Praj, and and we are uh, reaching the time limit. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I believe we had a we had a great conversation. This is uh, building blocks. Not everything we discussed, but, yeah. but at least building blocks to uh, start the process of. Uh, thinking towards um, a properly starting an account-based marketing campaign to do the research. Yeah, so, um, yep. So, thank you, Praj, for sharing some great tips awesome. with our listeners today. And uh, that's for all for today, folks. Until next episode, stay safe and happy marketing. BBN Mixtape is a production of BBN. Subscribe from your favorite podcatcher for episode transcripts, links, and more. If you like this show, give us a nice five-star rating. It's how you can help more marketers find us. Thank you, and we will talk in the next episode.